what's the word I'm looking for? Perineum. Well, yeah, that's not the word I was looking for. (laughs) On this podcast, we share our experiences through the energetic practices that have changed our lives. Our mission is to encourage you to explore and experiment on your healing journey to find what works best for you. Thanks for listening. And now for the show. Welcome to episode six of Is This Shit Legit? Is This Shit Legit? Today's episode, we are going to be talking about the chakra system chakras. and energy healing Yeah, in general. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general. Yeah. So this was an idea that came out of my brain. Well, because I use the idea, the knowledge of chakras for lots of different things in my life. And so I thought it's not necessarily a specific practice or like energy healing or you know it's not it's not like breath work or like yoga or something but just having the knowledge of chakras has helped me a lot and so and I know we mention them a lot they work their way into all sorts of different things we've mentioned them on probably every episode so I thought it would be good to do a rundown on what chakras are at least from our perspective yeah and that's such a good idea because like you said we keep bringing that topic up and so it'd be a good foundation for giving you all listeners and I an idea of further knowledge into like what we're talking about in general like letting people dive deeper yeah yeah giving them permission to yeah so that's what I want to talk about today is chakras so I know when I mentioned it, Heather, you said you had a book. You've now brought mm-hmm. this book with you. Yeah, the and then chakra you, handbook. Yeah. And then you also said that you came prepared with notes, which I was not expecting. So <laughs> I'm excited to hear. Let's start with you. What's your experience with chakras? What are your notes? Fill me in. Yeah. So I wanted to like really go back to basics. What does all of this mean? How do we work with it? And just give like a really solid description so that you can visualize like how it all works. So to begin with, these practices of the chakra system and all of that go back just like a lot of the things we've been talking about (laughs) millennia. Do you know when? I don't know exactly when, but they are documented in ancient Indian, Tibetan, Chinese, and Japanese cultures. So the dates I found, which are not actual dates, (laughs) they said they start to appear in texts around 1500 BC. Okay. And then there was another important text that they appear in around 1000 BC. So that's at least when people started recording them in some way. Wow. Yeah. So a very long time. And it's interesting that these different cultures and different parts of the world well pretty similar parts of the world honestly (laughs) like Asia Uh, but different cultures with their own sets of beliefs they developed really similar understandings Mm -hmm. of how the system works but they use like their own language for it sure so for example nadis versus meridians what are nadis both are energy channels I don't I've never heard of that term what what culture is that from so I believe the Nadis is the Indian. Oh, okay. Yeah, versus Meridians is more of the Chinese. Okay, so that's the energy system. Is that that's what you the just energy said? channels. The channel. Okay, I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I want to break it down into like what all these components are. And this is why we're doing this episode. <laughs> yes, yes. So the system of energy is comprised of three basic components. So we've got the subtle bodies or energy bodies, mm-hmm. the chakras, okay. also known as energy centers, and then nadis or meridians, depending on like <laughs> what you're looking at, which are energy channels. So we've got energy bodies, energy centers, and energy channels. Okay. So now we're going to go a little deeper talking about what each of those things are and how they function. Okay, cool. So let's dive deeper. Let's dig into it. Yeah. So nadis represent a network of subtle arteries that transport this prana, chi, vital energy. Again, Mm -hmm. like there's a different language depending on which system in particular you're looking at, but they 
mean the same thing. Can I interject something really quick? Yeah. So I had this conversation with Corey, my partner, the other day, actually, because he is very not woo and I am more open to the woo. And so when he hears things like chi or prana or whatever, like his brain shuts down and he's like, that's stupid. That's not like whatever. It's not proven science. And that's like where his like bigoted brain goes. Sorry, Corey, for calling you a bigot, but you are a little bit in this aspect. (laughs) Anyway, it took me a long time to realize what I was trying to explain to him in this instance. And that's why I want to say it here on the show, because I think there might be a little bit of confusion for lots of people who aren't familiar with exploring these kind of whatever this stuff is, exploring all these different ways of existence, is that all of these words, like you said, there's so much different language to explain kind of the same things like meridians and chi and energy and nadis and like it's all this different language and they're all trying to explain our current existence like they're not extra things that you add in it's not like I'm a human and then I'm also going to get chi and add that into my existence you know like it is something that just exists inside you and that is part of the way that people in certain different cultures with different languages will explain what's already happening because you exist. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I think what you're trying to say or what I'm hearing is, and I agree with this, it's part of your normal function. It's just a deeper dive into it versus like just what we see on the surface. Mm-hmm. So we've got the physical body component that we're able to see through like x-rays and when somebody dies doing um, autopsy. an autopsy. Yeah, thank you. I forgot. <laughs> but this is like looking at a different system of the body, the energetic system, mm-hmm. the things that are not necessarily visible to the naked eye. Right. And Western science looks into these things as well. They just use different language. I mean, we've got like atoms and we've got mass and energy, which is a term that is used pretty much worldwide. You know, and so I think where a lot of people get maybe confused or resistant or hesitant to learn more about it is they think that these things are like new things, something different that like they aren't already that are already in their body in some way. And it's all just different language to kind of give you a better understanding of what's already happening inside every single one of our bodies. Is that? Yeah, that's kind of where I was trying to get at. So I wanted to touch on that for a moment. Yeah. Correct. It's not adding anything new. It's just a further understanding Mm -hmm. of the complexity of what it is to be a human. Yeah. 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 Because there's a lot we don't understand. Yeah. A whole hell of a lot. We exist on all of these different planes, like the physical realm, but also the spiritual energetic Mm -hmm. realm. So this is describing that more spiritual energetic realm, that part of us that I'm sure there are people that don't agree exists, but I feel like it's a really integral part of our experience if we allow ourselves to explore it, if we allow ourselves to like be open to that. Yeah, I think it just gives you a better understanding of what's happening within you. And when you better understand yourself, you are able to better understand people around you and how yeah. they're functioning. Anyway, I interjected, but we were talking about these three basic components of a system of energy within the human body. So nadis represent this network of subtle arteries to transport the prana, chi, vital energy, all the same thing, just different words, Mm -hmm. (laughs) through the subtle energy system. Okay, so then the level of consciousness of every living being depends on the frequency of this prana that it's capable of absorbing and storing. Mm-hmm. So chakras act as receivers, okay. transformers, and distributors of these various forms of prana. So we're just going to use the word prana as the catch-all for, for chi, vital energy. Okay, cool. So prana. So then the chakras, they take up the prana from the subtle energy body through the nadi. So hitting the subtle energy body first, which is the, the auric layers outside Mm -hmm. of us then it's coming into the chakras and then from the chakras moving through the nadis right and where do they go from there then from the nadis because these nadis are channels moving energy throughout the body it's undistributed 
to different parts of the body. Okay. So another word for nadis is meridians. Yeah, that's what I was going to say earlier. Yeah. I was thinking, okay, so nadis, because in my schooling, if you will, meridians would be the term that I was taught and use. Yeah. So nadis and meridians are synonyms. I say that lightly because I'm sure there's nuance to why they're different, but. Yeah, I think, I believe they are synonyms just coming from these different cultural reference points. Mm-hmm. Okay, so four energy bodies. So now we're talking about the- Wait, four, I thought there was three. So no. So we have the three basic components of the energy system. Okay. <laughs> the subtle or energy bodies, the chakras or energy right. centers, and then the nadis, or which are energy channels. channels. Okay. okay, so now we're going to go into- the energy bodies, which is one of the three components. Okay. And there are four energy bodies. Okay. According to the chakra handbook. <laughs> <laughs> the chakra handbook. Is that the actual name of the book? Yeah. It oh, it's cute. I like it. Handbook. Oh yeah, it says the chakra handbook. I remember I got a book for at the library about chakras. I don't remember what it, I think it was chakras for dummies or something. Oh my god, like that. that's hilarious. <laughs> if I'm thinking it might not have been, but I feel like it might have. <laughs> this was years ago before I knew much about I mean talk about breaking it down right (laughs) yeah that's what I wanted I was like what are these people talking about I did a lot of yoga before I knew what the hell chakra was and chakra is a very common phrase used in yoga classes so eventually I was like what do they keep talking about yeah (laughs) yeah that's it and that's why it's nice to have an understanding because like as you do start to explore some of these practices that we're talking about it gives you some comprehension of like, oh, what are, what does that mean? And mm-hmm. what are they trying to communicate to me so that right. you can be more informed and then be more into whatever experience you're having because you understand what's happening. I like it. Okay. So we're talking about the energetic body. Yeah. So now the, four of them. the, yes, the four energy bodies. So we've got the ethereal body, which is the closest into the physical. Okay. So the ethereal body represents the physical body in shape and dimension, and it bears the powers that shape the physical body, creative and life force energy, and all physical sensations. Okay. So that's the realm of the ethereal body. We go out a layer, and now we're in the emotional or astral body. And this is the carrier of feelings, emotions, and character traits. So every change in emotion is radiated out into the aura through the astral body. Okay. So that's why like you can sense people's emotions when you walk into a space. Right. Because your astral emotional body, they're projecting it out and you're picking it up. So the astral body stores all of our unresolved emotions, the conscious and unconscious fears and aggressions, feelings of loneliness, rejection, and lack of self-confidence. These energy vibrations are transmitted out into the external world through the aura. And what we transmit out is then attracted to us as a mirror, showing us the elements that we have banned from our consciousness into our subconscious. So that's interesting. So wait, say that last part again. So what we transmit out through our auric frequency, Mm -hmm. through the astral emotional body, is then attracted to us as a mirror, showing us. So this is like where the basis of law of attraction comes from. Yes. Okay. Yes. Showing us the elements that we have banned from our consciousness into our subconscious. Like the things that we've rejected within ourselves that we don't want to face, deal with. We throw all that shit into the subconscious. Right. (laughs) Stuff that away. Thinking like, I just don't have to deal with it then. But because it's part of us, it's being reflected out. The world is then mirroring it back to us through the interactions that we have, mm-hmm. showing us like, you can't actually hide from this. You need to deal with it. <laughs> okay. So I don't disagree with you. It's just the phrasing that I'm thinking about because I wonder, I'm curious how active the world has a role in like showing me what I need to know. You know, like it's not the world being like, Carrie, I'm trying to talk to you. Because the world's got other shit going on. I know I'm part of the world. We've talked about that. But the world's got so much stuff going on. And it doesn't care about what I'm doing. So, like, I just, I guess I get curious about, like, what are the actual systems? Because I don't disagree with you. I know that, like, when you're avoiding something, 
that you need to be processing, like it pops up in all sorts of different places. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah. yeah, I need to keep processing this. But like my relationship to the universe in that way, I don't think the world's watching me. It's, you know, I feel like a lot of people put it out there like that. Not necessarily you, but a lot of people put it out there like that. Like, you know, the universe hears you when you say these kind of things or whatever. And I'm like, they're not listening to me. Like, do you know what's going on in the, I don't even know what's going on in the universe because there's like planets that exist out. Like there's so much going on. I'm one eensy tiny little speck. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I'm still questioning and trying to figure out my relationship to how the universe even acknowledges I exist. Yeah. Within it. That's a, that's a good question. And I think it comes down to, which is something that we'll touch on a little later, mm-hmm. the idea of unity consciousness. Okay. Being that we're all one and that what one person does sends out a ripple effect. Sure. Affecting other people. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, I won't jump ahead. I don't actually (laughs) like know the answer to your question. That's that's well, I think anyone does too. Yeah. Yeah. I say that like I'm looking for an answer. Like I'm never gonna figure that out. (laughs) Not in this lifetime. Maybe not. Never. I don't know what happens after I die. But it's something I think about. Yeah. And that's thought provoking for sure. Like all of this is thought provoking. Like where do we fit into the the realm of everything? Okay, but so according to your handbook, my astral body, which mm-hmm. is outside my ethereal body, which is outside my physical body, mm-hmm. my astral body is what's projecting things out into the world that I get reflected back to me? Yeah. Okay. Your emotions. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so now we move into the mental body, which is another layer out. Okay. And the mental body contains thoughts, ideas, rational and intuitive perceptions. And the function is meant to fulfill is taking up the universal truths, reaching it from the plane of the spiritual body and integrating them with the rational mind. So then the next layer then, of course, is the spiritual Mm -hmm. or cost. So none of these bodies are the physical body. No, because this is the energy body. Oh, okay. So I we're thought... talking about the layers of the energy body. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. physical was going to be one of them. Never mind. No, no. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. So then the next one, farthest out is spiritual. Yeah, the spiritual. Okay, and then through the spiritual body, we experience inner unity with all of life. Universal spirit consciousness. Right. Yes. So that's like probably because it's so far out, it's probably the one that interacts with others the most i would think so it says it's through the spiritual body that we recognize the source and goal of our being and purpose of our lives and it connects us to pure divine being giving us inner access to all that exists in creation yeah i mean i think that somewhat aligns with what i just said yeah it's not exactly what i said obviously and there's a lot more to it but that is what connects you to the other people which if we're talking about like literal physical matter, it's the one that's closest to other people, right? It's the one that's easiest to touch other people in their spiritual body. Mm-hmm. So that's how you would get your connections mm-hmm. to other people, right? I mean, logically, <laughs> that sounds right. Well, also, though, sorry, back to the physical body thing. Yeah. This is the energetic body, right? Yes. So how come my physical body doesn't count as an energetic body? There's energy in my physical body. Yes, all of this exists in relation to and some of it's internally Uh in your physical body oh it is the chakras themselves oh Oh, way to take that full circle good job so (laughs) now moving into the chakras in sanskrit the word chakra means wheel so traditional writings state that there are eighty-eight thousand chakras (laughs) within the body and there's actually like different numbers thrown out in different places. Some right. say more, some say less. How the hell would we ever know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. So these chakras are located out the body for receiving, transforming, and transferring energy. Most of them are small and they play a very minor role in the energy system. Mm-hmm. There are 40 secondary chakras that are considered significant. Okay. And then of those, there are seven primary chakras that are located along a central vertical axis 
at the front of the body and are relevant for the functioning of the most important and fundamental aspects of the body, mind, and soul. And so those seven that you just referenced, that's like the picture that people, when yes. people say chakras and you see a person sitting in lotus yeah, and they have colored circles on their body, that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about the seven chakras. Yes. And do you recall what they're, what they're called? Oh, each yeah. of them? Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's take it away. Let's oh, it. wait, they're real like Sanskrit name. Cause no, 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 no. <laughs> Cause <one>. then no, <laughs> I can't even remember what, but no, yeah, I can take you through each chakra. It starts with your root chakra, Mm -hmm. which is like the base of your spine. But okay, here's something actually I would love to get your opinion on this too, before we dive into that. So when I think of chakras, I tend to think of them like in the center of my being, but I know they go along the spine. And then sometimes people talk about them being like in the front of you. And like, when you think of chakras, what, how do they, where are they placed in your body? So the way that this chakra handbook describes the it. The chakra handbook tells you that. It says a vertical axis at the front of the body. Mm-hmm. So here's what's interesting. Okay, so these seven chakras, they're located within the ethereal body of the energy system and resemble funnel-shaped blossoms, each possessing a different number of petals, which represent the nadis or the energy channels. hmm Again, this is where the energy flows into the chakras and is conveyed to the subtle bodies. The number of petals or nadis ranges from four at the base to nearly a thousand at the top. So it says here that the deepest point at the center of each of these chakra blossoms is a stem-like channel that extends to the spine and merges with it. So it starts at the front and that ends. And then has a stem that, that goes into your extends spine. to the spine, merges with it, connecting the chakras along this channel. Well, then I think that kind of helps me understand it better. Like, it does feel like it's, like, in the center of my body because it's probably, like, all of my body, right? From the front back to the spine. Like, it, like, exists in your body. It's not one location, mm-hmm. I guess. Anyway, back to the chakras. So there's the root. That one is at your base. So that's, like for me it's like where my genitals are (laughs) like the base of your spine but also like between your legs essentially like the root which is like uh, a lot of times when you're doing chakra stuff you're sitting and so a lot of times people will tell you like like what part of your body is making contact with the ground when you're sitting like crisscross applesauce that is your root chakra down there and then that is do you want to go about what they're associated with or just go through all of where they are uh take it away whatever you feel like So the root chakra is associated with like grounding and earth and stability. And so when you are needing to feel a little bit more stable, that's the chakra that you want to tap into. Red is its color, a deep, dark, like burgundy red. Stability, that's why like if you think about making contact with the earth, like that's the location that that chakra is located in. And so you think about like roots and like growing into something solid that's Mm. your root chakra nice yeah anything to add on root chakra no okay next up we move a little bit farther up if you're someone with a uterus it's about where your uterus is if you're someone without a uterus then it's just below your belly button but above your root chakra it's called the sacral right is that the next one yeah the sacral chakra this one's color is orange and it is associated with passion and desire right it's like a more passionate one it's the your hopes and dreams kind of live there your motivations from my understanding it's like that creative life force yeah vitality creativity yeah which makes sense because like at least for people with uteruses that is where you create life (laughs) you literally create from there but so that's like the things that light you up the things that make you really excited the things that make you want to learn and grow and do I kind of associate with the sacral energy the sacral chakra orange next up we move up above the belly button but not quite to the rib cage and it is called the solar plexus chakra and that is associated with yellow and it is associated with power it is your strength it is your resilience it is your your ability to want more for yourself. Mm, what do you that. associate yeah. with the solar plexus? Yeah. Um, also like 
I still see emotions with the solar plexus. Which emotions? All of them? Like that's your emotional center? Yeah. It's just where I associate them like being formed and like moving out into the world. Yeah, I could see that. Because like I said, for me, it's like the the wanting more for yourself. Like the thing that makes, it's like your self-worth and your strength. Yeah. And that is the thing that's going to make you act in the ways that are going to get you the things you want. It's your emotions, right? Yeah. You're going to feel emotions that tell you I'm very excited about this or I'm angry about how these people treated me and that kind of stuff is going to come from your solar plexus so that you can take action in some way it is a very active like it's the thing that helps you take action which is why it's often associated with like power power is a word you'll get a lot yeah that's what I was going to say it's I hear it referred to as the power center Mm -hmm. yeah and then moving on we head up into the ribcage the center of the chest and you have the green heart chakra and this is like most people would imagine the heart chakra is about love and connection to people in that way and your relationships. And it is green, although I have seen it referred to as pink. I feel like that's just a Western, like bastardized version of like hearts are supposed to be pink. <laughs> so now they'll be like, you can imagine green or pink. <laughs> Actually, in the handbook, it, it did it say both colors. Did it? Yeah. yeah See, yeah. I, I'm curious. Maybe it. Maybe there's something. There's a reason that pink is related to it, but I feel like it's just white people being like, "But hearts are pink. They're not green." <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. It makes me think of the crystal, the pink crystal that's known to rose be quartz? like rose quartz. That's good for heart energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, so what do you associate with the heart chakra besides pink and green? Like you said, love, connection, more of that unity type of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then we move up to the next chakra, which is the throat chakra, which understandably is in your throat. (laughs) Don't think I have to describe that area of your body too much for you. It's blue is the associated color, like a lighter kind of like royal blue. And... That is expression. That is the chakra of like expressing yourself of, I'm struggling with words right now, which is a throat chakra thing. (laughs) What do you, what do you associate with throat chakra? Well, I gather my thoughts. Um, Yeah. Expression, manifestation, taking things from the ethereal into the physical world. Mm, Yeah. Transformation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree with that, that it's like processing it's like how you can process things from inside into yeah like externalizing Mm -hmm. your internal world to the external world yeah and then we move up into your third eye chakra which is kind of the top of your head but not the top of your head like the your forehead and then go back inside your brain (laughs) (laughs) so that's like the top part of how can I stop saying top top the center of your brain the center of your brain which is like not like where your mouth is but just above your eyes but not the top of your skull between your eyebrows going back yeah that's your third eye chakra it's purple right that one's associated with purple most often or indigo or indigo that very deep deep blue and then it's your intuition. It's your your mind, your mind's eye. It's your knowledge, your your knowing, your all of that. What do you associate with your third eye? Yeah, the same ideas, intuition, um, anything going on with functions of the mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yippity yep yep yep. And then the last one, the seventh one is the top of your head <laughs> the actual top of your head is actually like slightly above your head I guess maybe in the ethereal body but it's if you imagine where your soft spot was when you were a baby that's kind of where it is and then like maybe an inch up but it kind of like is the area that rests directly above your skull it is called the crown chakra because that's where you would put a crown on top of your head and it's generally associated with white as far as I know Sometimes I have heard purple, but I think white is more common. Yeah. And that is your like spiritual connection. That is your connection to the universe, to the world around you, to your ancestors, to spirit, to God, whatever feels correct for you and how you interpret, interpret, how you interpret things, the universe. That's where all that information comes from. 
is your crown chakra. Yeah. And I've seen diagrams before that show like the lower three chakras as a triangle with the, the point going upwards and then the upper three chakras as a triangle with the point going down and then they converge together at the heart space making the star of David. Oh, interesting. I was going to say an hourglass, but that's um, <laughs> Yeah, as they come together. So like really the balancing the the bottom half energy centers with the top half energy centers like mm -hmm. everything comes together at the heart that's where Interesting. it all merges how we like mm -hmm. take this energy and like express it out into the world is through the heart interesting you would think that would be through the throat so now that we've like described what each of these seven main chakras are there are um three main energy channels mm -hmm. so we've got the nadis these are like little arteries moving throughout mm -hmm. uh, moving energy between different centers and throughout the body but then we have three main energy channels okay that go along the spine so the main one in the center is called the sushumna 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 okay um, i've also heard it called like the zero point stillness like okay that's along the spine running up. Okay, so then to the right of that, we have what's called the Pingala. And Pingala represents solar energy. So it's like heat and action. And then on the left, we've got Ida or Ida. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I-D-A. Okay, yeah. And that represents lunar energy. And it's more like calming and cooling. Okay. So these energy channels running up and so now we're going to get into something really interesting Ooh, what is it so at the base of the spine we have this energy that's coiled up like a snake called mm -hmm. kundalini energy oh wait didn't we talk about this already yeah <laughs> okay. a little bit in our last episode on breath work we talked about the kundalini yoga yeah so the purpose of kundalini yoga is to awaken this kundalini energy Okay. Which is located at the base of the spine, the root. At your root chakra. Yeah, it's all coiled up like this snake. And as this kundalini energy becomes activated, it allows you the frequency of which you, that your chakra spin at to increase mm -hmm. and for you to expand in consciousness. Mm -hmm. And it allows like the energy channels to take in more and to flow with more ease. So kundalini awakenings like have all these people have all these weird like explanations of them and what can happen you know during yeah. one and you know all these crazy stories about it um but I think it can be either something that happens really subtly over time or it can be like this massive like life altering thing that happens all at once in a rush so right just kind of depending on like your personal experience <laughs> but yeah that's a way of that energy being activated in your body and like really allowing you to move into higher states of consciousness more quickly so once the kundalini energy has been awakened it rises up the sushumna in a stream that activates the chakras expanding them and speeding up their frequencies so you've heard of yin energy and yang energy i have yes yeah so that comes from Chinese, Chinese medicine. My, yeah, Chinese medicine from my understanding too. So chakras, they alternate in how they rotate. Okay. So say the one at the base, the root chakra. And this is really interesting because I'm not sure how to fit this into the context of more than one gender. And maybe we don't even need to go into gender. Maybe it's just like the masculine and feminine energies that exist in all of us. Uh huh. But it's from, according to the handbook. The chakra handbook. The chakra handbook. In a male body, the root chakra spins clockwise. And a clockwise rotation represents yang energy. Okay or yang, or however you want to say that. And for anyone who doesn't know, the the very watered down difference between yin and yang is yin is more subtle, more restful, and yang is more active, more doing, yeah. right? Yeah, yin is receptivity, yang is 
output. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just watered down. You can go more in depth if we'd like, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So male bodies have counterclockwise yang so energy the, in the root chakra. The root chakra is clockwise, oh, clockwise, rotating clockwise, meaning that masculine energy is more grounded, more about mastering the physical plane of getting needs met because you know that root chakra is all about like safety and security having your physical needs on this material plane Mm -hmm. satisfied like shelter food all those things okay so then we've got according to the chakra handbook the chakra handbook then in the female body the root chakra spins counterclockwise which represents more of a receptive type of energy. Mm-hmm. So they are meant to complement one another. And then moving up, you know, the chakra spectrum from the root to the crown. So then the sacral, the female spins clockwise, the male spins counterclockwise. So they alternate? They alternate. Depending on where the root starts, then they just alternate going yep, up? going up. So well, then... I know that. The feminine energy is more dominant in the sacral. You were talking about genders a minute ago. And so it is my understanding that your chakras can spin either way. Correct. They can be like, you can reverse the spinning back to a different way or whatever. So I wonder, like you mentioned, if it's just talking about like the masculine feminine energy that everyone embodies within their own being. And so like at the times where you need to tap into a more masculine energy perhaps you are able to start moving your root chakra clockwise and then when you need to be in a more receptive state you know and that can kind of like help realign all your other chakras oh that's such an interesting point of view yeah and so it's not necessarily about having like male or female genitals but it's just about what you need in that moment and then it'll realign all your chakras for yeah for how you need to be acting to bring you into balance Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah oh that's a really cool take on that I like that you're welcome yeah because (laughs) yeah that gets a little confusing to me because the you know when we're stuck in a gender binary then Mm -hmm. people who don't conform to that like what does that mean for them and uh, like I don't think any one of us is meant to be left out yeah, <laughs> I think we're all included in this. I yeah, just have sure. a hard time understanding how to um, verbalize or articulate or comprehend uh, the system when you expand it out beyond just a binary. Mm-hmm. Okay, so interestingly, through our chakras, we can send out healing vibrations, conscious and subconscious messages that influence people, situations, and even matter both in a positive or a negative way. So it's through the chakras that we're sending out these nonverbal messages into the world. But isn't that coming from our one of our body energy bodies that I forgot the name of? Astrals, from our astral body? Yeah, so the chakras then are connecting into that, I suppose. Okay, okay. Sending it out. Through. I mean, it's all connected, yes. It's all connected. So it's being transmitted from the chakras through the astral body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. The one. yeah. You're the one who told me, don't look at me. <laughs> she looks at me like, is that the body? Like, well, I'm not, you're the one who came with notes on. I was looking talking. at you like, does that make sense to you? Oh. Like, are you under? <laughs> okay. Are we, are we in agreement? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So then each chakra correlates to a specific organ or gland in the body and has a very specific function. And you hit on that a little bit in your description of the chakras. So what's interesting is that we can manipulate the energy or influence energy in these chakras if they become blocked or out of balance through using therapies that involve color, light, sound, essential oils. Breathing. Breathing. Yeah, all of these different energy healing practices are intended to influence and manipulate the energy within the chakra system Mm -hmm. so that we can obtain a balance or healing from on an energetic system yeah yeah it's almost like when we're talking about chakras we're like 
just talking about the body, you know? So we're talking about like energy healing. We're talking about like healing the body, which is, this is like, every time we talk about energy healing, it comes back to like your chakras. It comes back to like realigning your chakras or realigning your energy and your, all of those things. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Chakras are your body. Like, yeah, they're part of your body. So mm-hmm. you've got the physical body and then we've got the energy bodies that surround the physical body. Right. And so when you can influence the energy bodies that surround your physical body, like we talked about in a previous episode, you know, as you get closer in, the layers become more dense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you can catch something when it's on an outer layer before it hits the dense layer of the physical body Uh and process through it, then you can basically help yourself to prevent that taking hold in your physical creating prevent your chakras getting from all out of whack which then has an impact on your physical being yeah yeah. so something interesting that i read in that book was talking about how like fear is what causes most blockages okay because when we're in a state of fear we contract and that contraction on a physical level and an energetic level keeps energy from moving mm-hmm. if you think about yeah. it like when you're contracted like there's less blood flow to that area mm, yeah and when you're contracted then the energy isn't moving through the channels the nadis and so that's when things like acupuncture um to like help open up those channels those meridians nadis whatever yeah <laughs> you know to allow that energy to continue to move but also because you're it's like tapping into the physical body it's increasing blood flow and circulation mm-hmm. and when you have that fresh blood coming in it allows the area to be rejuvenated and to heal more quickly. Mm-hmm, yeah. So think of it like... And that's Western science, folks. Yeah. Think of it as like, you know, this you're clearing the energy so it can continue to flow through your whole system, mm-hmm. bringing all these different parts of you online. Yeah. A lot of us operate from in an imbalanced way where we're more focused on... Like we're really stuck in our minds, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. we're really operating from that mental body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we're like really like obsessed with sex, you know, and then we're really operating from those base, like sacral root, you know, yeah, yeah. energies. Or I'm just, thinking about people too who are like really emotional, who like don't control yeah. their emotions well. They're probably living from their like emotional from their astral body yeah <laughs> but you know what i'm talking about is people who are like really quick to anger over like things that aren't warranted for anger <laughs> yeah so it's these imbalances you know that we can see and we can notice we can experience that once you start working with the chakras you can start to align those energies allow them to flow freely again connecting them to one another, you know, so you're mm-hmm. not imbalanced. So that's, that's the point of, of energy healing work mm-hmm. is to work with that system. And so that, yeah, like I mentioned, one of the approaches is, you know, working with these elements, the colors, sound, essential oils, things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And the other way to work with this comes from the approach of relaxation. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before too, like when your body is relaxed, it's more apt to heal itself. That's right. I learned. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, allowing yourself to relax also allows for expansion versus contraction. Because mm-hmm. when you're stressed and anxious, everything freezes up. When you relax, it opens up. Mm-hmm. So that allows the movement of the energy. That is kind of what I... I mentioned at the top of the show that chakras or knowledge of my chakras has really made an impact on my life. And that is how I use them. Mm. That is my own. I mean, I use them all the time every day because they're part of my body. But like the way that I consciously tap into them is when I am stressed or just when I want to be make sure that I'm getting like a good start to my day or whatever. I go through my own meditation where I will sit quietly and I will close my eyes and I will breathe 10 times into a chakra, which to breathe into something 
just means to focus on that while you're breathing, to take like nice, big, deep inhales and like focus on that area of your body. You can do it with any part of your body, your elbows or your toes or whatever, you know, and I will like envision the color associated with that chakra. And then I'll do that, start at my root and go all the way up to my crown. And then if I have time or if I'm feeling very luxurious, I'll do it going back down from crown to root. And then I like kind of close it off with like, I kind of envision like a paintbrush kind Mm -hmm. of like, and I'll take like a big deep breath in and the paintbrush just kind of like goes from root to crown and then like a breath out and it goes from a crown, you know? Mm -hmm. But so I breathe that's why I mentioned earlier when you were listing things, I was like, breathing. Yeah. <laughs> I will breathe into each chakra and just kind of give them some love and some attention and some space to expand and do whatever it is that they need to do. And that's been a very, very helpful practice for me in like keeping myself balanced and well-rounded and emotionally stable. That's really cool. I love that. Have you heard this? phrase before where attention goes energy flows Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so that's how like bringing the attention and like breathing into those centers to clear them like that's really cool yeah yeah really cool so other practices for promoting relaxation would be like meditation Mm -hmm. or yoga Mm -hmm. or reiki Mm -hmm. So there's a lots of acupuncture. That's yeah. a really good one. I love acupuncture. Yeah. Massages. <laughs> yep. Acupuncture. Whatever helps you to relax mm-hmm. will help you to expand and allow energy to continue to flow unimpeded. Yeah. ASMR. So. ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's all I had on my notes. Good. Honestly. I was going to say we're almost out of time here, but we haven't heard much about your experience with chakras or like learning yeah. about them and how that's impacted your life. Yeah, I'm just basically fascinated with the whole energetic realm and mm-hmm. that unseen part of us and knowing that by manipulating it, I can create internal changes that will then create external changes. Mm-hmm. So for me, I see it as like a way that is more effortless towards yeah. achieving what I want. Okay. Yeah. I can influence my experience of the outer world through working on this, the subtle energies mm-hmm. of my body. And like, as you do that, what I've noticed for myself is my perception is what shifts. And yeah. as my perception shifts, then I start to relax into life more and trust life more and I feel more connected to my intuition and I feel more connected to something greater than me Mm -hmm. so that's really what drives my curiosity and my exploration into all of this is like it's a way that I can do something to impact my life in a positive way Well, and I love that you mentioned it changes your perception because I touched on it earlier in the show too, that like when you better understand yourself, you're able to better understand others. Yeah. And one of those things that I've learned in my life is like most things are not about me, right? I mean, everything's not about me. But like when someone treats me a certain way or has a certain reaction to me or that's not about me it's about whatever they have going on yeah and not even like necessarily that it's like they had a bad day so they're being rude to me but it's like about where they are on their journey in being able to process whatever they are processing you know and so I don't have to take that on I don't have yeah. to accept those kind of things I'm kind of speaking very broadly about a very broad term you don't have to take things personally yeah and so it changes my perception of like why did someone speak to me that way where I'm like okay they can they can speak to me whatever the way they want I don't have to take it personally I still know who I am I still am confident in the way I expressed myself like it gives you a confidence and a calmness in your interactions with other and as someone who has an anxiety disorder as many of our listeners I'm sure do, because it is extremely common this day and age to have anxiety disorders. That is a really helpful tool, getting to know yourself so that you are calm and confident in how you're expressing yourselves is very helpful because it lets you release that anxiety of what other people are thinking about you. Yeah. Beautifully said. So I don't know that like 
Yeah, can we rate this? It's, uh, yeah, this is like something that... We... I rate my body. Yeah. <laughs> well, generally we rate it, we rate about like the impact that it's had on our life. Yeah. So maybe it's like how much, if we can imagine a world where we just ignored chakras and we didn't know. Yeah. Like how, how much, how much does it influence like oh. your actions? Okay. Knowing your chakras, which might be very little. You might be like, you know what? I never fucking think about it. It's just yeah. there. Or maybe you think about it a lot. So yeah, let's state. Does that resonate yeah. with you? Yeah. How much does it kind of influence your daily life, weekly life, yearly life? Yeah, I would say it has a pretty profound influence for me <laughs> because like I call myself an energy healer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I professionally like help people in this way. So yeah, I would say a 10 for me. You're you're a 10 slut. I am, <laughs> always giving 10s. <laughs> the only other 10 I gave was you for breath two work. other 10s. Human design. Uh-uh, did not, did you I? You did too. Did I? Yeah. Okay, I guess I am a 10 And we've slut. had, this is episode six, so that's okay. half of the episodes. I really believe in this stuff. Can you not tell? <laughs> that's okay. I'm not trying to shame you for your, you rate it. However you want to rate it. If it's a 10, it's a I'm not 10. not to shame you, even though I just called you I a did slut. just absolutely shame you. <laughs> but I shamed you in good humor. It was um, from love. Yeah. It was from my heart chakra. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> I, I don't take slutted, but then I get a connotation. You shouldn't. No. There is nothing wrong with being a slut. Okay. My rating. How much does it impact my daily life? Like, see, the way I'm thinking about it is I could have never looked into it, right? Like, I could have just kept taking yoga classes and ignoring that chakras kept being mentioned and meditating without really looking into it. But the fact that I looked into it to understand it better was very impactful for how I understand everything now. So I would say like nine, nine out of ten. It still is pretty high (laughs) on me. Yeah. 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 And a nine plus a 10 is 19 divided by two is, I'm going to do this in my head. We're not even going to pull okay. out the calculator. 19 divided by two is, I don't know, nine and a half. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? I don't yeah, even know. that's correct. So we've got a nine and a half out of 10 for the chakra system. Yeah. On the, is this shit legit rating? It's definitely a thing. Well, I mean, I guess we don't know that it's definitely a thing. I mean, as much as you can know anything, right? Like it's, it's been around a long time, but it's. Just like we can't prove God exists, you can't prove. Well, from my experience with working with it, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Yeah. Like I've noticed tangible results mm-hmm. in my life from working with my energy system. So, well, I mean, I said it's definitely a thing because it makes sense to me that it's absolutely a thing. But then I thought, I don't know, how much can we prove that anything's a thing? I'm yeah. going down a Descartes rabbit hole that we don't need to go down right now. So, <laughs> yeah. And with that, thank you for listening. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Please rate the show, review it, however you interact with the show. We would love that. Yeah. You can find me at Carrie.m. And you can find me at hi.vibe.heather. And we would, yeah, we would love any feedback that you have for us. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. we love to chat, reach out, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye.